0: Okay, Tampa Bay, we got Nostalgic Radio and Cars coming up next, right here on the Talk Radio Network. I don't think it's a truck at all.
1: I think we just found a transformer. This is Optimus Primer Button,
2: leader of the auto parts junkies. And I'm calling on all auto parts junkies. To listen to nostalgic radio and cars every Tuesday at 7 p.m. here on Tan Talk. This is Optimus Primer Button. If you don't tune in, it will be the end of the world. Hey, this is Ted Newton. Hi, this Hi, everybody, this is David Hobbs. Hi, this is Bob
1: Marshall. Hi, I'm Barry McGuire. Hey, this is Danny the Count Coker. Hey, this is comedian, author, and most importantly, vintage race car driver, Adam Carolla.
2: Hi, this is Shirley Cha-Cha Moldowney.
3: Hi, this is Robert Yates.
2: Hey, this is Lou Santiago.
3: I'm John Forrest. Hey, this is Jack Roush. Hello, Florida. I'm Ken Squire. Hi, this is Etzel Ford. Hi, I'm Corky Coker. Hey, this is Dennis Gage. Hi, this is Sam Amolo.
2: Hey, this is Janet Guthrie. Hi, I'm Bruce Cohn. Hi, I'm Bob Lutz. Hi, this is Dave McClellan. Hey, this is Tammy Edelbrock. Hi, this is Norm Gravowski. Hey, I'm Dave Despain. Hey, this is Wayne
1: Carini.
3: This is Bill Warner. Hey, I'm Stephen This is Kevin Bird. This is Arlen Ness. This is Ed Justice Jr. Hi, I'm Casey Jones. Hi, I'm Paul Kelly. I'm Richard Hutchins. Hi, this is
2: Danny Sullivan. Hi, I'm Bob Bondurant. Hey, everybody, it's Tim Strange. This is Darrell Strawberry. Hi, this is Ford Heacock. Hi, this is Ed Skandarian here. This is Robin Miller. Hey, sports
1: fans, it's Peter Brock here. And and You're
3: listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends Corey, Jed, and Kirk
1: A good sailor
3: <laughs> Give me that bike <laughs> <laughs> Clown
0: to Franklin Nothing but road with 60 distinct and separate exits. If you really get it on, you may be able to cover 15.
3: (laughs) All I need to cover is one when you're on.
2: Right on Nostalgic Cars and Radios, it's...
3: No, it's Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Oh, yeah, that's right.
0: Woo!
3: This is Richard Rawlings from Gas Monkey Garage, and you're listening
0: to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. So get you some of that.
3: Woo! Hey, everybody, it's Robert... Your show host, The Nostalgic Video Car, said yes, that was Richard Rawlings from Gas Monkey Garage. Hey, run your computers and Google, tantalk talk1340.com, and you can see us live here in the studio in downtown Clearwater. And yes, I'm back from a week long, I guess you would call it a retreat. No, I think I died and went to heaven. Yeah, that's probably the best way to describe it, in Monterey for the 10 day Monterey Car Week event. Anyway, check out our website, GulfstreamMotorsports.com. There's a few new pictures on there. Don't forget to check out our Facebook page because I've been blowing that thing up. Nostalgic Radio Cars and Gulfstream Motorsports. Obviously, you should like us on both pages. That's a natural. Bobby, how are you doing tonight? He's scrambling to find the keys. Yeah, I'm here. (laughs) Oh, anyway, so yeah, I mean, it was one wild and crazy week. I guess what I'm going to do is we were supposed to have a scheduled guest for this evening, but uh, I think he's still on an airplane. And then a buddy of mine that I was with yesterday, he missed his plane. So uh, I guess I'm the only one that made it back. So I got back first thing this morning. I flew all night long because I always take the red eye going out. And that drops me off usually wherever I'm going first thing in the morning, whether I'm going to Las Vegas, whether I'm going to California, whether I'm going to Arizona, or whether I'm going to Timbuktu. And then, of course, when I leave, I generally take the midnight flights, because then that way... What else are you going to do on an airplane? You're just going to sit there, and you're bored out of your mind, so you might as well just nap, you know, because it's a go, 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 go thing. So, you ready to say something, Bobby? Or or you could win some prizes. Oh, we could win some prizes tonight? Oh, okay. Well, this is the official Radio Rob uh, college show. <laughs> and since he likes Nickelback, we're doing a little Nickelback for him. Right, Radio Rob. But anyway, hey, yeah, if you want to give us a call here at Studio 727 441 Three thousand seventy-seven I'm not sure what I'm going to give away. You know what I have? You know what I picked up this time? I have a license plate frame from the Bentley dealership in San Francisco. So I went around like I typically do. I usually go to the, like the, you know, I usually get there a day or two earlier. And while I'm kind of scrounging around and stuff between junkyards and somebody's backyard and somebody's garage and somebody's rafters somewhere, you know, me being the parts rat that I am, a parts junkie. Um, A lot of times what I do is I walk into dealerships if they're kind of like, you know, kind of cool, like maybe a Porsche dealership or Mercedes dealership or BMW or or something cool and exotic. Then what I do is I try to, you know, get those guys to kind of donate like a radio, uh, I mean, a uh, license plate frame or a decal or an emblem or something, you know, from wherever I'm located. So this one, this time, I didn't have a lot of time, but I hit some of the dealerships in uh, San Francisco. And those guys are pretty frugal this time. I didn't get much. In fact, I tried to get, I tried to get... San Francisco Lamborghini. And the guy told me, yeah, I got one. Then when he gets comes back down, he hands me two Bentley ones. And he said, we're out of the Lamborghini ones. But anyway, so if you want to call in 727-441-3000, 727-441-3000. We're
0: all around the world at 1-866-826-1340. And that spells 1-866-10-1340.
3: Yeah, but you can't reach it. You can't call us if you're from if you're in outer space, right? Only on the, the little round globe here.
0: Yeah, that would require the uh, announcer that talks with the really fast voice telling you all the disclaimers and stuff. (laughs) Exactly, and a satellite. But at any rate, I'll learn how to do that at some point.
3: Okay, Uh, I see the lights buzzing up back there, so uh, you go ahead and take care of those while I tell everybody what's going on. Anyway, so uh, a show that follows our show this evening is uh, called the uh, Original Gospel Explosions. Every Tuesday from 8 to 11 is actually a Sunday show. Our good friend Grady, he's in the hospital right now, so uh, our prayers go out to him because he's a good guy. And he's and
0: given many prayers to us, so that's
3: exactly we do right. the same. He gives us a shout-out every once in a while on his radio show, so we're going to do you know we're going to do the same because he's a good guy. So uh, check out his podcast because he's finally got his podcast up and running now. It's the Original Gospel Explosion here at the Tantalk Radio Network. Anyway, back to uh, good old California IA. Uh, I landed there about a week and a half ago. I guess it, was, it would have been on a Saturday, and I got there in the afternoon early. I have never stood that long in line to get a rental car in my entire life. I stood there. I
2: say that big talk, where's Doodly Squat?
3: Yeah, probably. Was. I felt like Doodly Squat. I stood there for two and a half hours. By the time I got done and done at the counter, two hours and 45 minutes had gone by before I set my little. Uh, my little body, and my rental car. And, of course, you know me. I'm being a Ford guy. I have to get uh, a rental car agency that has a trusty Ford. And I did. I got a Ford Fusion, which is a good car. It really is. I like those cars a lot. Oh, have I got a story for you, okay, for you guys about cars. But anyway, like I said, hey, yeah, be sure and check out our Facebook page and Salisbury Cars and Gulfstream Motorsports because I got some pictures all over those things. Ford but,
2: has a better idea.
3: Always Ford rules. That's right. Anyway, lights are flashing back there, so we're going to have a lucky winter night again. Anyway, uh, so I, I, I kind of cruised, I uh, leave the airport. I was going to go by Roy Brizio's shop, the hot rod shop in uh, south San Francisco. But by the time I got my rental car, two hours and 45 minutes later, he had closed. Okay, so I drove by there. Everybody was locked up tighter than a drum. Next to him is Sanderson Headers. I'm sure you guys seen some of the really cool stuff that they make. They custom build headers. And of course, they build. Uh, they've been around for a long time. One of the older header companies around, like Headman and and uh, and those companies, and uh, Doug Thurley, I guess, and Hooker, and all the all the other good guys. But anyway, so then when I was uh, diddy bopping through uh, Van Ness, when you leave one on one, you know, you go through downtown San Francisco. So you hit Van Ness Avenue, and that's where all the car dealerships are. And the uh, British car dealership, which is Jaguars, and I'm thinking Jaguars and Jaguars and more Jaguars, is in this really cool old building that was uh, built. Back in the turn of the century, and uh, it's the original Packer dealership in San Francisco, and it's historic. It really is. It really actually should be on the um, historic registry. But let me tell you how cool the weather is in California. That building, which is almost a hundred years old, is uh, not air conditioned. So you got the sales guys running around in there, and they're wearing coats and jackets and, and ties. You know, they look kind of you know properly dressed, like you would if you were selling a, a high end luxury car. And the windows were open. The front doors were not, but the windows all the way around the 360-degree uh, showroom area were open. And there was nice, nice, cool breeze going in and out. It was actually pretty nice. And right next to them was the Lamborghini dealership slash Bentley. And, of course, like I said, I proceeded over there to try to see if I could work them out of a couple license plate frames unsuccessfully. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick it. All out of bubblegum. I was all out of bubblegum. That's exactly right. I, That's
0: what it takes to get a license plate. <laughs>
3: <laughs> license plate, free. Yeah. Usually when I go to Monterey, I go to Monterey and I get one from the Monterey Mercedes-Benz dealership, which was in the old days, it was Stahl, S T H A S T A H L, which was one of the oldest Mercedes-Benz dealerships in the country. And uh the the BMW store, the Porsche store, whatever else is there. But just so uh, I just I just I was so busy. Let me tell you something. When you go to Monterey you uh, are so busy. There's so many events. Google Monterey Car Week, and you can see what I'm talking about. The thing is absolutely incredibly just uh, just a lot of stuff to do. It is a very, very busy itinerary. And if anybody thinks when you're going out there, you're just casually having fun. And my, a lot of guys go out there for fun. But for me, it's part of networking. It's meeting people. It's promoting the radio show. It's promoting my appraisal business. When I work for Mike, uh, at Hollywood Wheels, it's promoting Hollywood Wheels, our auctions in Amelia Island, Amelia Island Select, um, Amelia Island Auto Retro, and we were just busy, 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 busy. But what just I did... Just well. <laughs> was that Clint? Yep. I think that was Clint. He said just as well. And of course, all right, all right. we're going to play some music and we're going to throw in some clips tonight. Bobby's going to throw some little stuff in here. But since we were in California, we're going to stay with the California theme and the... Um, and uh, some of you know maybe some of the groovy music that we used to hear back in the days, and um, so anyway while I was in San Francisco, okay, it was Saturday afternoon. I was kind of driving around some of the alleys, creeping up and down the roads there, you know, going up and down Lombard Street, crookedest street in the world, and all that kind of cool stuff, and uh, almost retracing you know the uh, the street scenes from uh, the movie Bullet, which was filmed in 1968. And uh, it's just a lot of fun. So the fog starts rolling in about 5 o'clock. You know, I just figured out, what the heck, I'm just going to start heading north. Now, I wasn't exactly sure what I was going to do. I was going to my buddy's house in Santa Rosa because I was going to hang out over there. I was going to visit my relatives. But you know what? When I take a trip, I'm generally kind of a spontaneous kind of guy. It just so happens that that was the tail end of the week for hot August nights in Reno, Nevada. Now, Reno is about three and a half, maybe four hours from San Francisco. Okay. Okay, yeah. Uh, so what I decided to do at the very last minute, I said, as I'm driving up to Santa Rosa, I said, you know, I've never been to Hot August Nights. Bear Jackson's auction's going on. It's supposed to be pretty cool. My buddy Alan Taylor from ERN Radio uh, Network is the uh, usually the uh, Grand Marshal or guest of honor there. So I thought, ah, what the heck, I'll just go up there. But anyway, so I boogied on up there. By the time I got there, going up 101, I missed the first turnoff because I was— Then I was, those two dicky dopes. Yeah, I, I, instead of cutting off in 37, which uh, whips over to Vallejo and then catches 80 and go, or not 80, it's. Uh Maybe 50, and then 50 goes into 80, and, you know, if grab a map. You'll figure it out. But anyway, I, I went past uh, all the way up to Santa Rosa, and then I decided to jump over. So I went a, actually 40 minutes out of the way. Then I hit Sacramento, and then from Sacramento went up over 80, went up over the Donner Pass, and then dropped me into um, uh, Reno. Uh, so I was like, jump cracker. Yeah, so I wound up in Reno at, like, 10 o'clock. And naturally, I had the munchies, so I hit... Uh, the McDonald's. While I was sitting at McDonald's, there was a couple of cool cars in the parking lot, so I started asking those guys, "Hey, dudes, what's uh, what's going on here? You know, what's everybody doing?" Well, it's kind of like the last night. Tomorrow's the big show and the parade and all that other good stuff, but it's been ongoing all week long. So uh, I said, "So where do I go?" He says, "Well, follow the end of Virginia Street and right there on the corner, you you can't miss it. The cars hang out." So that's what I did. He grabbed my bag of McDonald's and I did buffed on down there. However, however, I was kind of caught off guard because i wa- when I walked in there. It wasn't the typical kind of car show that I'm used to. It was the Low Riders, man, you know? And uh, the, here's, here's all these cars on hydraulics. I mean, it was a complete Latino crowd. Really, really cool cars. This is something okay. you would typically see. Bobby, can you uh, cue me up, uh, Low Rider? <laughs> By war, um, I need this for the background music. You, know how you always have to have uh, music bedded in the something background.
0: Something to explain this to. You.
3: Yeah, something to explain this to. But uh, those guys had some really far out cars. The neat thing about Hot August Night, and the neat thing about the car culture, it doesn't matter if you got if you're a Martian and you got a flying saucer. Now we need to have the uh, Jetsons thing go through there. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, if, if you have a flying saucer, or if you got a low rudder, or if you got just a badass streetcar, or if you got a Ferrari or a Porsche, it doesn't matter. The car guys all get together. And what was really neat is these guys were having a great time. These cars were bouncing all over the parking lot and they were jacking them left, jacking them right. There we go. That's it. Got a little low That rider, makes man. it all the more better now. <laughs> that makes it all the more better. Yeah, now you can get a visual on this thing. Hello, no, Keep it going, Bobby. Um, so anyway, uh, so here's these really cool cars. I mean, I saw this beautiful Lowrider 61 Olds bubble roof. Be- and that's one of my favorite cars out of the 60s. It's just really, really cool. You know, with the metal flake paint jobs, the tuck and roll interior. You know, I mean, it was really, really neat. There was a guy that had a 65 Buick Wildcat. There was a guy with a 64 Buick Riviera. There was an El Camino there. I had to take a picture of that and send it to Mike because Mike always had a '70 El Camino, and uh, they had that thing jacked up. There was a guy that had, believe it or not, a late model Crown Vic that was all jacked up. I mean, that kind of was out of place a little bit, but it was cool. And then we had, of course, some really cool tuna cars there. So they're going through the, you know, the parking lot and they're just, well, about this time, all of a sudden you hear. And here, all you can see was this primer roof line, and you could tell it was a gasser because the front end of the car was up in the air and the roof line slanted back. So by the time he got through the parking lot, kind of where I was standing, I could see it. I could see it was a 55 Chevy. Don't know what's on the hood, but it was kind of a gasser, okay? So I thought, ah, okay, that means these car guys hang out. Now keep in mind, I've never been to Hot August Nights, so I really didn't know... You know, the routine, like I do Monterey, for example. I know where to go, what time, you know, and all that kind of stuff, and where everybody hangs out, which cars hang out where. So, anyway, so I got in the car, and I went down the street, and sure enough, I come uh, about a mile or two down the road on the right side. That's where all the cool stuff are. You should check out the Facebook page, because there's a picture of a really cool street rod, and it didn't have a Ford, it didn't have a Chevy, it didn't even have a Hemi. It had a Maserati 4-cam V8 in it. I text a picture of that to my buddy. He goes, wow, that was really cool. See, that's creative. If somebody takes something different, not your run-of-the-mill, you know, small block Chevrolet, not that I'm a Chevy fan anyway, but, you know, you want to see flatheads are cool, you know, maybe a big old V8 Cadillac or a V12, you know, Lincoln flathead or something like that. But this guy threw a Maserati engine in there, and then the car had a little bit of a uh, carroceria, Torino looked to it. I mean, he actually tried to make this hot rod look a little, had a little Italian flair to it. It was a pretty cool piece. And it was right in the stages where it's not a rat rod, but you can see where he had everything all welded up, and the wells were kind of filed down a little bit, and it was still in primer here, and a little bit of rust here, and a little bit of rust there. It was really kind of neat, but it was a very relatively solid car. There was another guy there that he just rolled in some really cool old, uh, slingshot you know, which is basically a front engine, front engine dragster. That was cool. It was on a trailer. Lots of street cars. A lot, and if you guys watch the, stri- the TV show Street Outlaws, oh yeah, there was a bunch of them bad boys there too, with them two and three thousand horsepower cars. And those cars were trailered, and believe it, they were setting up. Now you talk about Woodward. My buddy was going to go to Woodward. Woodward's pretty cool. The problem with Woodward is Woodward's big deal is one is the one day, but. Hot August nights is all week long a whole bunch of stuff. And from what I understand, the cops just let you pretty much uh, get away with a few things. So you're know, like lighting the tires up and a uh, little street racing, a little short burst of speed and tire smoke and all that cool stuff. Deli, you, you can do that in Woodward, too, because Woodward really – even though it's one day, which was last Saturday, it's like the two, three weeks leading up to it. Cars show up everywhere on Woodward Avenue. And the big hangout in Woodward is obviously the Shell Station. And the other hangout is my friend uh, Steve Paston's, uh bookshop up there. And, um, and that's where they start out like a little Cars and Coffee, and then they just hang out there all day. So, you know, the car culture is cool. It really is. And like I said, there is no discrimination in car sh- culture. Yeah, sure, we beat on the Ford and the Chevys and the Mopars and some of the foreign cars and the tuners and the this and the that. But, you know, really, what, all, what it all boils down to is we're all having fun. We're all digging our cars, man. And that's really what it's all about. Bob, you got something cute Def, for us? Listen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who do we got queued up here? What do we got queued up? Uh, what kind of cool groovy song?
0: Quicksilver Messenger Service, Fresh Air.
3: Fresh Air. Now this takes me back to the '60s. Okay, this is a popular band. They're based out of San Jose, California. Hey, you're tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars. A little quick signal What's the song, Bobby?
0: Quicksilver Messenger Service, Fresh Air.
3: Fresh Air. Right. I think I'm gonna step outside and get some fresh air after that. Uh, that Dave remark there. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent
2: you. Hey, this is Danny the Count Coker from Counting Cars out here in Las Vegas. And I love listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. And you better listen to them, too.
3: Okay, we're back. Uh, Thanks, Danny. Hey, let me tell you uh, about some of the guests that will be coming on the show here in the next month or so. Uh, Danny Coker is one of them. We got the guys from Wheeler Dealer coming on, possibly next week. Even they're—I uh, just got the email from their uh, PR guy—and it'll be 12:30 in the UK in England when these guys call into our show. Now that'll be pretty cool because these guys might be groggy if they do that. But you never know. These guys in the uh, in the TV world, you know, they're off by a few hours here and there, so we'll be okay there. I think uh, Steve Selene's coming on. Jay Leno will be coming back on, uh, and. I had an opportunity to meet both – well, Aaron and I see every once in a while from Gas Monkey Garage, but I had the, finally had the, the opportunity to catch uh, Richard Rollins off to the side a little bit because so, he was being interviewed by uh, Alan Taylor from ERN Radio, and they were over there at Monterey on Pebble Beach uh, the, uh, on this past Sunday. And uh, so I talked to him for a few minutes, and he's he is the real deal. He is the real guy, and uh, you know, there ain't nothing fake about this guy. So he's 100% the real guy, and he's into the cars. But he's all business. He's a very, very um, sophisticated kind of guy, even though he might come across as wild and crazy on the, on the uh, TV show. But he's a pretty nice guy, so we're looking forward to having him on. Uh, there we go. See, now that's, so we're going to have to edit that back in earlier, too. So we'll just figure that out. That's the beauty of radio is we can, we can kind of play around with this. Little, Bobby's rolling his eyes. He says, oh, you're giving away trade secrets. But uh, anyway, so uh, so I went up to Hot August Nights, and then as I was hanging around up there in the parking lot. I mean, there were some pretty wicked cars, okay? So I left there the next day, and I kind of thought, you know what? I'm going to kind of meander around and just kind of hit the countryside, work my way over to my buddy's shop. And uh, which I did. But unfortunately, I caught uh, a lot of traffic on 80 leaving Reno. And uh, so I decided to kill a few minutes, and I stopped in this little town. It's called Truckee. Truckee's an old town uh, just near the Donner Pass, halfway up 80 between 80 and Sacramento. And um, it's just a neat, archy farchy kind of, you know, historic, uh, typical western town up on the hills up there. But it's very, very touristy. And uh, I was there a couple of years ago, and I met a guy that has a little shop there, so he, sure enough, he was still there, so we were shooting a the car talked there for a little bit, and he moved up from L.A. because he had to get away from the big city. So he's kind of a – he's writing books and poetry now. That's what he's doing. And his buddy has a little shop there, and they uh, basically do um, – He's a glassblower. His other buddy is. Okay. So they got this cute little sh- store there and they, uh, you know, he'll build you a car, he'll build you a motorcycle, he'll build you, you know, a wiener dog, whatever you want. So he does all kinds of glass blowing, little artsy-fartsy, what, what's the word I'm talking about here, Bobby? Glass sculptures. Little glass sculptures. Sculpture. That's the word I was thinking of. Anyway, so then I hung out there for a while. Then I got blocked in by a couple cars, couldn't get out. And so eventually when I did, I got back up on 80 and there was traffic it was pretty ridiculous. Then my phone went dead, and I had to find, since I didn't have a car charger with me, and my adapter, which did actually fit into the, is it called a USB port? Is that what it's called, Yeah, That's right. Okay, for some strange reason, it would not work off the USB port on the car unless the car was running. And then it was so slow. I have a uh, a, uh, Motorola, because I'm partial to Motorola, Droid Turbo. And at the time when I got this, what, six months ago, Bobby? This was a state-of-the-art Android phone the Droid Turbo, and it's uh, pretty cool. It's actually in Ford Blue, I might add, at the special edition from Best Buy. And the building's Ford Blue at Best Buy, so, you know, that's why we have to do business there. There's this correlation. But at any rate, so uh, I had to pull over and sit in a Burger King for about 15, 20 minutes to put my charger, kind of like uh, my phone on fast charge. So, again, you know. Are you crazy? Yes. Anyway, so then I went. Through, I took the country roads. I got off the highway and I just hit the roads. And Let me tell you something. You know, I typically don't encourage people to do this, but you know, it's kind of when you're on a two-lane road and it's windy and you got these beautiful scenery and these trees, you can't help but uh, lead foot it, man. And I was lead footing it. You know, I was booking it. If I'd had a Porsche, I probably would have been in big trouble. But unfortunately, I was in a Ford Fusion, and I had to kind of maintain. Um, some civility there and drive like a normal person. But I was still speeding. Having a great time, I might add. Having a great time. But I would go through these little towns, and I'd see a junkyard. I'd see a body shop. I'd see a repair shop. I'd see car parked all over the place. And let me tell you, Northern California is still loaded with stuff. Couldn't buy anything. Nobody wanted to sell anything. But, you know, it's still out there. I was buzzing down this one road. I was up by Clear Lake which is uh, just north of, uh, west west of Sacramento and it's kind of southwest of, uh, yeah, southwest of Sacramento, north of Santa Rosa. Is this a paying customer? Yeah, it's a paying customer. Anyway, so I saw this one shop and I was surprised to see a bunch of guys hanging out there on a Sunday afternoon. So I whipped in there and I saw Rolls Royce, like a mid-60s uh uh Bentley-style Rolls-Royce Phantom sitting thingy sitting in there. I saw a 2002 BMW, When I wandered in the guy's shop. There was motorcycles, there was dirt bikes, there was go-karts, there was Formula V cars sitting in there, there was Mustangs in there, there was all kinds of stuff. And it was piled on top of stuff, on top of stuff. Hanging on the walls, valve covers, intake manifolds, carburetors. Yeah, that kind of stuff. You know, stuff worth a lot of money, you know? Like I said, no disrespect to the guys, that, uh, the, the pickers, which eventually we're going to get uh, Fritz and Mike on the show, but... Uh, I've been picking for a long time, and uh, and that's just one of my things. And then, of course, then, you know, you talk to the guys, and one thing leads to another, and you start talking about cars, and you talk about motorcycles, and you talk about way back in the good old days, and, then, of course, you always have t- talks about politics as usual, and we won't go into that because this is not a political show, right?
0: You know, I'm a voter. Aren't you supposed to lie to me and kiss my butt?
1: Self-indulgent
2: wieners.
3: <laughs> Self-indulgent wieners. Um, but anyway, so I was hanging out with those guys, and they were pretty cool. They had some pretty neat stuff, and... Um, So at any rate, I left there, and I went up around Clear Lake, and oh yeah, while I was there, the guy was telling me about, well, there's this car here, there's this car there, and he he was telling me the same stories that I hear all the time. Yeah, I've been trying to buy this car for 25 years from this guy, and it's still sitting in the barn, and this guy's got this Porsche sitting over here, and this guy's got this you know Fiat over here, and this guy's got this Shelby over here, and this guy's got this Mustang over here, and this Chevelle over here, and the cars are endless, and yes, the stories do exist. So anyway... I was heading over to, I left there, we got a little late, ran a little long, and I was going to go check out this one place that specializes in vintage Porsches. But it was it was Sunday. So, you know, I mean, who's going to be open, really? But you never know. You know, some car guys it's just a paying hang customer? On. Yeah, it's a paying customer. So then what we decided to do, what we, I mean, it's me and the Ford Fusion, uh, what I decided to do was get back on the road and head over to my buddy Art's house. But before that, my original intention was to drive all the way to the coast to go to Mendocino. <laughs> Yeah, because I was going to hang out and just have myself a nice little dinner in a small little you know, fishing village in Mendocino on the Pacific Coast in uh, Mendocino County. And that didn't happen either because I ran so late. So then I had to scuttle out idea and hurry up and get down to Santa Rosa. By the time I rolled into uh, Art's Place, my buddy up there, uh, it was like 12 almost. And then I had to get up first thing in the morning because I had to pick up Mikey at the airport in Monterey because he's flying into Monterey. I was flying to San Francisco. You can actually get a direct flight in there. And it's a nice little airport, too, by the way. So I was supposed to be at this, uh, this car thing. They had this uh, thing called the Garage Tours. But I thought it was going to be an all-day thing. But that thing, like, got over. It started at 7 in the morning. It was over, like, at noon. And so I thought, eh, you know, I'll just, I'll just catch it next year on the flip-flop. So Art and I hung out for a little bit. And then I drove around Santa Rosa, hit some of the little side streets. And I've got my little places that I got car people that I know that have really cool stuff stashed. So I make it kind of like a ritual every year to go visit these people. and uh, But I didn't have a lot of time. But anyway, so I got back on the interstate and, boom, you know, I boogied on down deer. Got to Monterey. Got there at 12 o'clock. Mike's flight was a few minutes late. Got him in the car. And let me tell you how cool this was. You, when you go to Monterey, nothing's better than having your own car, okay? So Mike, being Mike that he is, Mike Flynn of Hollywood Wheels, you know, our auction company, Amelia Island, Select auto retro the Porsche thing. We're out there for the works reunion. Mike brought his Porsche out there. Okay, he's got a 1993 uh, or 92 RS America, but it's set up like a track car. So I drop him off there. I leave the rental car there. Mike and I hop in the 911. (laughs) So we're in this 911, and Mike's never really driven any twitchy roads with a small little sports car that's very agile, nimble, and fast. So I said, well, here, let's go down this road. And it's kind of like eeny, meeny, miny, moe. You know, they're all over the place. We're trying to think, but nothing happens. Yeah. And so what we did is we just, I just said, Mike, go for it. You know, so here we are. And it was just, I actually took videos. It was so cool. I'm tripping over myself now. Meep, 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 meep. And so I, I, I we got to trying have... to think, but nothing happens. Yeah, that too. <laughs> but anyway, so I took these videos as we're riding in the car. Now i got to figure out how to edit all those things together. Because we're going to put those on his website, Hollywood Wheels. And then we're going to put it on my website somewhere, which is Gulfstream Motorsports. And uh, we're going to try to The all-new
0: Gulfstream Motorsports.com. Oh, yeah. May I add
3: that? Yeah, Bobby is doing an excellent job on the all-new Gulfstream Motorsports.com website. So anyway, so here we are. We're buzzing all over the place. That was really cool because Mike's car is pretty cool looking. It's red. It's got the spoiler on the back. It's got the yellow stripe down the center. And it's got a nice set of pipes on it. It sounds really, really, really good. So anyway, so that's what we did Monday. Tuesday, we were set up down at the Concourse on the Ave. And if you listened to the show a few years ago, we had a few years ago, a few weeks ago, we had Doug Friedman on. And uh, we're going to go to a little, uh, my, my, what we're trying to do, I'm going to back up here a second. And then we'll talk about the Concourse on the Ave. We're trying to get the show set up. So, And Bobby's doing a real good job trying to keep me on the clock. Not very good because I'm not adhering to it. But I'll tell you about the clock. So we're trying to get the show syndicated, but we have to go by clock. So we're going to take a commercial break here real quick. And you're tuning into Nostalgia Grating Cars. Here's a little Greg Raleigh and Santana. Hope you're feeling better. Hope I'm you're feeling, feeling real feeling good. you feeling better, yep. I'm feeling real good. Hey, you're tuning into Nostalgia Grating Cars. Don't touch that We'll be right back. This is Robert from Nostalgic Video and Cars, here to tell you about Bellador's Pizza and Pasta, where the food is fresh, the sauce homemade, and the price is fantastic. They offer Chicago style stuffed crust pizza, New York style pizza, calzones, stromboli's, pasta entrees, beer one, and great desserts. They even make their bread fresh daily. Hey, they offer catering, and any order over 10 bucks, free delivery. So give them a call at 727 581 5000. Place your order now. They're located at 131 Clearwater Larger Road near downtown Largo. Or visit their website, belladora'spizza.com.
2: Kowalski, occupation, driver, transporting a supercharged Dodge Challenger from Denver to San Francisco. Background, Medal of Honor in Vietnam, former stock and bike racer, former cop, dishonorably discharged. Now he uses speed to get himself up, to get himself gone. Everybody's after Kowalski, for one reason or another. Is there something I can do for you? Well, like what? Like anything you want. Everybody wants a piece of his hide. Maybe kill somebody. Maybe stole that big dude here. Maybe both. Look at that son of a. They want to get him and put him away, but they'll have to catch him first. Ah, my own ass fall. This is yours. being chased by the blue, blue meanies on wheels. The vicious, package, and squad cars are after our known driver. The super driver of the Golden West. The police numbers are getting closer, closer, closer to our sole hero in his sole mobile. They're gonna kill him, smash him, race, the last American hero. It's the maximum trip at maximum speed. Vanishing
3: point. Hey, this is Aaron Kaufman from the Gas Monkey Garage, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Yeah, rock on, right? Yeah, rock on, right?
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, we're back. Here are two days of Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and that was Aaron Kaufman. Rock him. on. <laughs> Gas Monkey. Yeah, rock on man. Hey, that movie that we just played that clip, that's probably one of my all-time favorites too, besides Bullet, but that is Vanishing Point, and I saw that in 71. And uh, I think Kowalski, which is the the good guy in the movie, he was driving his car from Denver to, I believe, San Francisco. And he had to do it in a very, very short amount of time. Check out the movie. It's a a great movie. The early one. Or the the original movie. Uh, so we got my buddy on here. We're gonna jump around here a little bit in the show, and uh, Bobby's gonna give me cues. We're gonna try to stay on this clock thing so we can get the show syndicated. Because all the radio shows that want or stations that want to syndicate, us said, "Hey, dude, we like your show. We like your your the way you run do it, and we like your guests and the and the whole car thing. But you got to do a clock so we can put commercials in there so we can sell commercial time. You know, that's what it's all about. It's commercial time. We don't care about it here because we just do our own thing. But anyway, so." <laughs> The glue-blue meanies. that's exactly right. But anyway, so while we are out in Monterey, a buddy of mine came up. And uh, he's never been to California. He was actually going go to go to Michigan, okay, because he's from Michigan. He's going to do the Woodward Cruise. But I kept badgering him with these pictures of all these cool cars. So he literally changed his plans, jumped a plane, and was there the next day on Wednesday, that is. So I want to welcome my good buddy, Jeffy. We call him Ice, Ice, Jeffy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ice, Ice, Jeffy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffy, so you're uh, trapped at the airport. What happened there, good buddy? Uh, the
1: security line was crazy. When I got here um, several hours ago and uh, showed up, and it was probably an hour just to get through security, and I was one of about six or seven people that um, missed the flight. So I'm not flying up back to big FLA until... Uh, 10 o'clock Eastern time or 10,
3: 10, o'clock Pacific. Sorry. Here's your theme song, Javi. No, 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 no,
0: no. That, 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 that's, that's your theme song for me. That's not mine. Anyway,
3: uh, so you're trapped in San Francisco, but tell everybody what kind of a great time you had, especially yesterday oh. when I was trying to make you car sick.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, it was, it was a great, it was a great time. The whole time we, uh, you know, it, it, just like you had Aaron Kaufman on your on the little reel there, um, you know, I remember you know the gas monkey guy just stopped right in front of me at the Carmel parade. Yeah, I
3: don't know,
1: what is that called there, Roger?
3: That um, was, concourse on the uh, uh, no, that was called uh, Tour de Tour de Tour de Elegance. Tour de Elegance yeah. drive is what that is. Uh, Tour
1: de Elegance, yeah, they stopped right in front of me. Um, it just that was just kind of weird. To, and then I had to um, if you're I don't know if you remember right, but I had to sign a a waiver because uh, they said I might be in video that. That episode is going to come out in a couple months. Um, you know their, their episode, so that was kind of interesting. They came out and had me sign this waiver and give them uh, all this information.
3: Yeah, because you had an opportunity to stand there and talk to him for a few minutes, and you got a photo op with him. So uh, right, now, right. You're gonna, no, now you're gonna now you're gonna be you're gonna be a TV star.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. He, I read his book actually. I on, oh, on the way to San Francisco um and uh, uh that was a pretty good book actually if you know if you haven't read it just, you know check it out it, it kind of gives people a really good idea of really how they how he got the show on the air and i think people um are understanding he just kind of showed up and got the show on the air so i want to give richard uh, credit for for you know working hard to get it you know to following his dream of having a show basically
3: well, now, you, this is your first time out there, and obviously you're a Woodward Cruise kind of guy, so why don't yeah. you go ahead and share with our listeners your take on this whole weekend?
1: Uh, well, it was all week, you know, I mean, I left you know, last week, last Wednesday, Tuesday, so um, it was a major week, it was go, 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 go with Robert, <laughs> <laughs> you know, or, or trying to keep up with, uh, with you. No, um... No, oh, it was really, really cool. Um, in comparison to Woodward, obviously, it's very, very different than that. Woodward, the Woodward Dream Cruise—that's what we're talking about. I'm originally from Detroit, and uh, I was just talking to a friend of mine who actually went to Woodward twice um, last week, and he he said it. He, he wasn't too thrilled on it. He was he was down on Woodward. He said that there was just a lot of late model cars out there, a lot of the, the new the Chrysler, the Hellcats, and and just a lot of late model stuff out there. It wasn't there wasn't a lot of old classics like you normally see. Um, so, in a way, he's like, "You're," he, he said, oh, yeah, you were better off, you know, going out there to Monterey. Because, I mean, um, the scene out there is just amazing. There is so many cars, uh, so many classic, you know, high-end cars, and not all Ferraris and stuff. There's just so many, such a variety of really expensive and even, you know, some a lot of American cars are there, too, but, it's nothing to see, you know. We saw, you remember, uh, three f fifty Ferraris in a row on a road, just um, coming out of the works reunion where there were 700, 700 different Porsches there. Uh, it's just, it's just overwhelming. You almost get um, over card, which is hard to do for car guys, but it's just, it's just amazing. Um, and then uh, yesterday, like I said, I mean, we drove that, we drove that Porsche Speedster yesterday. Um, around California. That was
3: really, really cool. Yeah, that was your first time uh, out west, and for you to get an opportunity to drive a really cool car, we were driving a good friend of us, Art, our buddy. When we were in Monterey, right. we were driving his, uh, in his Mercedes 250 SL, and Jeff was in the front seat, Art was driving, and there was no place for me, and since I'm the smallest guy, I got the jump seat in the back. So here I am, I'm hanging out in the jump seat in the back, and we're riding all over the place. We're in traffic. People are taking pictures. Everybody thinks it's really cool and groovy, you know, because a lot of those cars, people... Here, we drive them on special occasions. Out there, it's an everyday car. and right. uh, So right. it's kind of neat. But anyway, so Art has this uh, Porsche Speedster replica, and you were thinking about doing a deal with him on the car, so he let us drive the car around in the mu- in the mountains, and uh, right. that worked out pretty good. You had a great time, didn't you?
1: Yeah, and, and we were having such a good time, he, w- he wouldn't sell it to us. So <laughs> we'll have to try. <laughs> we'll have to try again next month, maybe. Or we'll have to try. Um, but you know what, what I thought was funny about Art, what really struck me, that that you know we were in monterey there and he he didn't put the top up at all you know the top was down the whole time he parked it at the hotel and everything nobody ever messed with it nobody messed with the, the car nobody no, nothing happened to it you know we were just really blown away that you know I, I was anyway you know that you know he just parked it at the hotel like our spot the only thing that happened was people were looking at it everywhere we went we went you know to the beach we went to brusso uh, deal. we came out of the parking lot and people were people were looking at the, at his little it was a white, white two hundred and
3: fifty SL sixty uh, seven. So, what do you think so of some? What do you think of some of the auctions?
1: Um, you know, I, I personally I, I like Mecham, um, uh, because I feel like it, it, they they have a good selection of cars. Um, you know, Gooding is really good too, but um, I'm just going to say that I don't think it was as well set up as Amelia. Um, Uh, Amelia's auction, uh, Gooding auction. I just, I just like it. It just, it's got a different feel to it. Um, even though it's the same, same company. Um, and then, uh, Russo Steel, I've never been to that one. Um, I thought that was pretty good too. But I just, for me so far, I've been to a bunch of those auctions at Amelia and then a bunch at, uh, you know, there in Pebble Beach. And to me, I still like the Meekum the best just because the way they have the cars all spread out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ones that the ones that um ones that they had from the previous day are in a certain area and it kind of and they have tags on them like you know for people that want to maybe are interested in buying them, buying them I really think that gives uh, that's a good idea uh, I don't, I don't, nobody else doing it. It, it I think other people probably look at that as being you know they're cheaping cheapening the the brand or something but I just think that makes a good I, uh, a good job. Um, you know, setting up their, the way they, they do the auction is, it just is it, better. I mean, we went to one thing that really struck out. I mean, at the auction, obviously is RM, when we went over to RM, um, and we saw, the, uh, I'm a Lamborghini guy. So, you know, the Periscope, uh, Countach. there must've been 15 Countaches there, um, at all the different auctions. But, uh, the one that stood out, obviously, was the, was the um, was a Periscope car, which, uh, I don't know for those of you that don't don't know what that is, is. I guess there was a rearview mirror the way that they originally in the in the mid seventies um, when they came out with that car. Uh, the way that you could you could uh, look behind you was this little so hole that they created in the roof that when you looked up it actually created a periscope effect. Um, you know where you could see behind the car. So uh, very interesting. Just a lot of different cars, but yeah, like I said, Mika, um, my. I, just like the best of it, I feel like it can, you can
3: kind of mess with the cars a little bit. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, because you you can actually open and close the doors and talk. It's kind of like the one in uh, Kissimmee. Kissimmee is the same way. But it's, it's funny right. you mentioned Countach's. There were so many Countach's there. There were so many. We went to one car show there. Remember that street event? They had yeah. two, four Carrera GTS. That's four million. Okay. Then you had three La Ferraris. You had two Bugatti Veyrons, countless Aventadors, countless Huracans. When a guy like you that you know, and you're the kind of guy that probably in the seventies or in the eighties had a kuntosh with Adrian Barbeau pin up on your wall, you know, yeah, from Cannonball yeah, Run. Yeah. So how's this impact you? What do you think about that stuff? That's I pretty... mean,
1: I, I, I have I have the Cannonball running opening for one and two <laughs> on my phone that I actually watch, you know, uh, on a regular basis. So I mean I'm very, very into, you know, the whole cannonball run thing. Um, but it was just like overkill. Like you also remember, you know, when we went to Laguna Seca out there. Um, uh, I don't remember what day it was. The second day, uh, you know, there was a nine eighteen that was just pulling out of the dirt there. You know, we had to, had to park out up. You know, yeah. it was like nothing. We, we 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 didn't even. It was like just another car. Um, it was just like man. It's just so many cars out here, so much, and yeah, and that street and that street party was just really crazy i don't know what they were doing out there they've had something called uh fuel run and uh they do have a um exotic time cannery row i guess there's a there's a page that i checked out uh that they do have regular events down there but that was just really really uh crazy
3: so definitely you tell anybody uh that you run into from now on that they definitely have to do the monterey carway thing that's something you have to do before you die right
1: well, I told, I told, I mean, I just talked to a friend of mine, um, you know, back up there in Michigan uh, and was talking about it. You know, it's just, you have to come out of here and experience it. Just, it's hard to describe. I mean, you had been telling me for months, oh, you got to be out there. got to come out there. got to come out there. It, it's definitely, you know, I still love Woodward uh, Street Cruise, you know, being from, from Detroit, but the problem with Woodward is that, you know, even in Detroit, anybody from Detroit will tell you that, you know, it's just gotten, you know, disseminated, you know, people that, are really kind of real hardcore, you know, people. A lot of times they go during the week and then they'll go to some other event on Saturday because the traffic is just so, so stupid. And there's so many other, I want to say, copycat-type um, events, other weekends that, you know, I think that really the weekend of Woodward itself is not as big as it once wants, but, um, whereas because people are coming out to Woodward starting in June, uh, and everything uh, for, you know, every weekend. I mean, I've, I have a lot of friends on Facebook, and um, they're posting, hey, are you guys going down to Woodward, and they're posting pictures, you know, of going down to Woodward and stuff like that. You know, of course, I was hoping to have our, our you know, I was hoping to have my app, my app working uh, by then, the car show app that I've been talking to you about, um, and uh, we hope to tell people about
3: uh, right. here eventually. Jeff, we got uh, two minutes, so can you pimp the app in in a minute and a half? Just get a just give and a, a half. in a minute. Just give us a teaser of what the app that we're working on okay, is all well, about.
1: We're still playing with the name, but it will be out at the end of the month. And and what it does is is it basically um, we always I always start out by telling people where do you go when you want to find out about uh, automotive events. There are magazines out there um, and 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 stuff like that that we know, but um, Where do you go when you want to find an event? Maybe you're traveling somewhere. Maybe you just want to know what's happening. Um, You know, and most people are going to say, hey, well, we search the Internet. We, you know, we we search on Facebook. We search on some of the other social media events. Well, what we're doing is is taking all of the events from these social media uh, areas. Um, We're taking events from different places, and we're putting them into a mobile app for your Android and phone and your Apple phone. And so it's, that's the, one of the main uh, features of it. And then we're going to have your show on there. Um, I plan on having your show on there. And then also we're going to have a news function, and I'll try to be wrap this up very quick. Um, we're going to have a news function that brings in uh, various feeds like Hemmings, Jalopnik, um, DuPont Registry, and a bunch of other blogs from around the, around the um, interweb, as uh, our guests like you guys like to say. Um, all in, into into the app and then have a buy and sell area. So you'll be able to know about events. You'll be able to find out what's going on, um, you know, from motor news type of thing, all in one feed, and then you'll be able to buy and sell um, parts and cars and stuff and, uh, right there within the app. And the app is great.
3: Excellent. Now, we'll, Jeff, we'll be free. We'll be free. Jeff, we, we're going to talk more about this on one of our later date shows where, when we get ready to do the, the thing, but I know you got to go catch a plane, and we've got uh, less than 40 seconds left here, so I'm going to wind this thing down. Jeffy, thank you. Hope you catch a plane this time. Don't miss it. Okay, we'll see you tomorrow sometime. Uh, I'm not sure where I'm going to be because sacks this weekend, and I just got uh, called in on that one. But in the meantime, I want to thank all my listeners for tuning into Nostalgic Nostalgia Greening Cars. Don't forget to check out our Facebook page. No, don't forget to check out our website, gulfstreetmotorspots.com motorsports.com. Then go to our Facebook page, Gulfstream Motorsports and Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Be sure to like us. Check out our Facebook page. Don't, uh, let's see, what else, Bob? What did I forget? Oh, yeah. This is the show that you hear every week, every Tuesday for the most legendary fascinating names in motorsports right here on the Tantalk Radio Network, Nostalgic Radio and Cars. In the meantime, I want to see all you guys at some of the car shows. Stay safe, drive carefully, and love your family. I get it. Yeah.
0: to be telling tales out of school,
2: but there's a feller in there who'll pay you $10 if you sing into his can. Downtown Dave.
0: I'm not here to make a record, you dumb cracker.
2: They broadcast me out on the radio. WTAN, Clearwater, Tampa Bay. WDTF, Dade City, Tampa Bay. WZHR, Zephyr Hills, Tampa Bay. Listen, you dumb cracker.